Howdy and welcome to the Timothy Bible Study. This is week nine, day three of our study of Joshua. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Joshua 21, 27 through 45. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God? Speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. We want to encounter you in your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. We'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Joshua 21, starting in verse 27. The Levite clans of the Gershonites were given from the half-tribe of Manasseh, Golan, and Bashan, a city of refuge for one accused of murder, and Beesh-Terah, together with their pasture lands, two towns. And again, I pointed out yesterday as we are going through this, that the, the towns here, a, a lot of these um, cities of refuge, they're Levitical towns. The Lord is being intentional about this. Verse 28. From the tribe of Issachar, <clears throat> Kishion, Debirath, Jarmuth, and Enganim, together with their pasture lands, four towns. From the tribe of Asher, Mishal, Abdon, Helkath, and Rehob, together with their pasture lands, four towns. From the tribe of Naphtali, Kadesh, and Galilee, a city of refuge for one accused of murder. Hamoth, Dor, and Kartan, together with their pasture lands, three towns. The total number of the towns of the Gershonite clans came to 13, together with their pasture lands. <clears throat> the Merarite clans, the rest of the Levites, actually, let's pause there again. So this is, uh, we've gone through Kohath, we've talked about uh, Gershom, and we're about to start Merari. These are the three different tribes of the Levites. Levi is its own tribe, but they're assembled into the, the clans according to the three sons of Levi. You know, way back in Egypt, remember, Levi had three sons, Kohath, Gershom, and Merari. Kohath is where Aaron and Moses come from, so that's where the, the priestly order are. Everyone else is just, I guess, I don't know, your run-of-the-mill Levite, um, and they're scattered everywhere else. All right, verse 34. The Merari clans, the rest of the Levites, were given from the tribe of Zebulun, Jochniam, Kartah, Dimna, and Nahalal, together with their pasture lands, four towns. From the tribe of Reuben, Bezer, Jahaz, uh, Kedemoth, and Mephath, together with their pasture lands, four towns. From the tribe of Gad, Ramoth, and Gilead, a city of refuge for one accused of murder, Mahanaim, Heshbon, and Jazer, a uh, together with their pasture lands, four towns in all. The total uh, number of towns allotted to the Merarite clans, who were the rest of the Levites, came to 12. The towns of the Levites in the territory held by the Israelites were 48 in all, together with their pasture lands. Each of these towns had pasture lands surrounding it. It was true for all these towns. So the Lord gave Israel, all the land he had sworn to give their ancestors, and they took possession of it and settled there. The Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he had sworn to their ancestors. Not one of their enemies withstood them. The Lord gave all their enemies into their hands. Not one of the Lord's good promises to Israel failed. Every one was fulfilled. This is a very interesting statement. 
because this is one of those things. If you were to nitpick this statement right here, be like, oh, well, man, that wasn't true. And that didn't really happen because we know from Joshua or judges that they didn't actually take everything. And there were some places they couldn't dislodge them. Um, this is one of those uh, statements where it's 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 almost it's proverbial in nature in that it is true it is actually very true that the Lord, after all of this time has been spent, they've they've waged these campaigns, they've taken all this land, the Lord has given them rest. The war is over. The Lord's given them rest on all on every side, and now it's time for them to settle. And, and I mean begin settling in these places, not not like settle for what they actually got versus what they wanted. There it's time for them to start settling. And the amount of land, so what's true about this statement is the amount of land that they have is more than what they need for this moment. They're going to continue to grow and expand and, and grow in number, and they will need more land. And they will expand into the territory that the Lord's promised that they haven't taken yet. But for right now, they don't need that. So for right now, this is true that every single bit of land that the Lord promised them, they've taken them, they have rest on every side. It doesn't mean that it's still not a dynamic situation, that over the next 400 years, they're going to be wrestling with these people and they're going to take land, they're going to lose land. It's going to be a struggle. And because of their sin and cycle of sin and, and turning away from the Lord and repenting, it's going to be even an even more dynamic situation as far as the nations around them, how they gain and lose territory from those nations. But generally speaking, this statement that we just read starting in verse 43 is true. The Lord has given them all of the land that he swore and they've taken possession of everything that they needed and that they do have rest on every side for a period of time. Imagine going and, and waging this three, four, five year war, whatever it was. And it actually coming to an end. There's, there's a beginning and there's an end to it. And now it's time to just go home and be a farmer Right, I, I imagine, you know, there's the the scenes in in the the movie The Gladiator, if you've ever seen that, where where he's at war and he's constantly he's having these visions of him walking through, um, you know, his fields of grain. He's running his hands through his fields of grain. You know, he longs to go back home and just be a farmer. He doesn't want to be this great general anymore. And then he gets conscripted into the into the gladiator system and he's longing for that. He didn't want to be a gladiator and he just wants to go home. He wants to rest. He wants to, to, to grow his grain and things like that. And in, in the movie, it's a, sometimes a bit of a euphemism for dying and going to the afterlife. But, but at any rate, he's, he's this great warrior, but he's just longing to not be a warm. You know, he just wants to go home. And this is that moment where all of these guys, everyone in Israel, they finished the task at hand for this time and they get to go home. They get to go be farmers. They get to go tend the vineyards that they've just essentially been given to them. When they're entering the land, Moses telling the Lord says through Moses, hey, listen, remember, you didn't plant the vineyards. You didn't plant the fields and create all this stuff. You didn't have to remove all the trees and get rid of the stumps and then till the soil and amend it and make it a 
uh, uh, farmland. It was done for you. All of these things, even houses you're inheriting that you didn't build, you didn't put up. All of these things are being given to you. Remember that, that this Lord who's giving you wealth by moving into this place. And so now it's time for them to go begin to enjoy the land that the Lord has given them. The war's over. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-week Bible study podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's word. Thank you.